0: previously on those were the days
1: i only seen like two episodes i love
2: both of them frank oz saw it and Fozzie turns around and looks down it's gonna get weird
3: tonight yeah you know my my dad always said you were nobody until you were on sesame street
1: and towels in love that's a great name for a massage parlor
3: this is going to be the most sensational inspirational celebrational muppetational episode of this show ever
2: you told me you were related to Grover. He's my cousin.
3: Pigs in
0: space! But we have to, I have to point out how well executed that is and how difficult that had to have been. Those were the days as filmed before a live internet audience. <laughs>
1: it's time for those were the days the show where we look at classic tv through a modern lens with nostalgic eyes this episode is all about the mother of all classics i love lucy season three episode 27 the special guest is tennessee ernie ford yes it's those were the days starring Audie norman yes yes it is Amy Frost.
3: I don't like to brag, but I do have quite the hitch in my (laughs) get-along.
0: TV's Travis. I am just happier than a three-legged dog to be here. Tell you what.
1: Oh, that's right. I'm so excited to have you guys here. I'm so excited to be talking about I Love Lucy. Uh, One of my all-time favorite shows. So... As we get into to this, which I don't, think that's a, I don't think that's a secret. Most of the world, this is one of their all-time favorite shows. You know, Vitamina Vegemine and, and the conveyor belt at the Chocolate Factory are two of like, TV's most classic of classic things. Uh, but we're not talking about those today. No, we're talking about special guests. And this show had a plethora of special guests across its run. Uh, it was real difficult to pick an episode for me. Uh, I, I love so many of these and so many of the guests that showed up, but the one that frequently pops into my head that I quote over and over and over (laughs) is the Tennessee Ernie Ford episode. Uh, so as we usually do when we take off, I want to get a baseline of everybody's. I love Lucy, uh, world. Like, how are you guys, how do you guys feel about the show? Is it a favorite? Is it not? Uh, let's go with Amy first.
3: So, uh, i like i don't I don't know how much of it I've actually ever sat down and watched I mean Nick at night staple back in the day at some point I'm sure um like I'm aware of it as like a cultural phenomenon um but I don't know how much I've actually watched i mean I've enjoyed all of it that I've watched um but yeah, that's about it for me like it's not i I never think of it, you know like I mean Lucille Ball is obviously an icon and it's you know groundbreaking for so many reasons um but yeah i just sort of have that baseline it exists knowledge for the most part
1: it is in a space and (laughs) you've occupied (laughs) that space once or twice with the show yeah yeah i got you i know i've got a handful andy griffith is mine for that particular thing i'm aware of it it's a cultural (laughs) touchstone for people yep i never watched it so that, that that works i can i can relate to that uh travis how about you
0: So fairly similar, like I definitely have watched plenty of episodes of I Love Lucy, um, but for me, it's, it's more of the knowledge of it in the culture than it is like a deep knowledge of I Love Lucy as a show. I didn't sit down and watch that necessarily. I never sought it out, but like, of course, you know, Lucille Ball icon, just amazing, amazing human being uh, and all the things that she championed and, and things that she changed Desi and, and. The, the the things that happened with this show especially that were firsts you know yeah. um but yeah as far as like just sitting down watching it I, I mean i couldn't tell you a lot of plots of many of the episodes but yet i enjoy every time i do watch it you know i watch sure, it and i'm sure. just like I, as i sit down and watch it, i'm like it, of course it makes sense this is brilliant is it like i was laughing out loud many times during this episode yeah um (laughs) it's it's stuff that uh that holds up so
1: right on right on adi how about you
2: well um i'm going to echo the sentiments of my fellow (laughs) co-hosts and apologies to uh listeners i'm getting over a sinus infection and it's been a pain in the butt so um but now uh, this is one of those shows that yeah, I know of culturally. I think the most times I've ever watched it is when I was in a house with an older person who had control of the television, <laughs> and they were watching it. Um, but it's it's one of those shows that if that's what they're watching, you're like, thank God we're watching this, you know, because it's <laughs> it could so be good. So because much it's worse. so funny. It's like mm. there's so much. Yeah, there could be much other terrible television. Old person could be watching. But they pick this And you're like Thank God um, But you know I I think we all have Some of it In our memory banks Just because of the culture Of the show And the way that culture Has carried on Through things Like I think A lot of the culture Of I Love Lucy I learned Probably through like um, Looney Tunes
3: You know yeah. Doing riffs nope. on yeah.
2: And stuff So oh, yeah. um, You know I've got casual knowledge Of it It's I was thinking about it just a second ago, and weirdly, there are times where I would come home, and not because it was that big a deal to me, but I would come home, and my wife could attest to this. So I would go, Lucy, I'm home. <laughs> <laughs> yep,
3: mm-hmm. yep.
2: Just because it's stuck in my head.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah. Or anybody that ever says yeah. you've got you, you know, splain, Explain yeah. this to yeah. me. Yeah. Like got some, got some splaining to do. To do. Like yeah. any of that. That's <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. you just know that because it. it the amy's background if if you're able to see the video uh is the sitcom living room and like it's that is a iconic living room mm-hmm. into the kitchen with like the pass through window all of that stuff like you just remember it
3: mm-hmm.
2: and it i mean yeah it's it's i was just going to say real quick that has such a thing like that is such a cultural touchstone that it was recently in WandaVision like mm-hmm. they purposely yep. Made their set look as close to that inside a house as they could. So, I mean, it's something nobody forgets. Yeah,
1: and and that's that was actually one of the things they kind of pioneered. I, I love Lucy was one of those shows that taught the rest of the world how to make quality <laughs> sitcom television. Yeah, uh, and it was because of this this one set that they would just use over and over. The kitchen and the living room. It, most of the things took place. In that one that one set, and they used the three camera shoot was relatively new. They used it mainly in movies and a handful of other shows, but they really pioneered it with "I Love Lucy" and how to do it with a with um, a sitcom. And uh, one of the things I was reading some facts about the show and how it worked. This was one of the first shows, if not the first show, to be shot in front of a live studio audience as a sitcom. And one of the things that was, was a result of that, and you see this a couple times in the show, is they didn't reshoot stuff. They shot <laughs> – they did this like a play, and they recorded it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and so that's why you have audiences laughing. And they they didn't want to break things up and have the edits, like break things in half and be like, okay, well, they're laughing here. And then when we cut, they're going to be laughing. The sound of laughter will be different because it will come from a different camera from a different scene or whatever. So they uh, they just shot everything at the same time, and they did it on 35-millimeter film. And because broadcasting kind of sucked in 1954 or 51, uh, they would actually ship those tapes to the East Coast to be rebroadcast fresh from this side of the country. Because when they tried to broadcast television all the way over, yeah. it would lose so much quality. So this is one of the first shows that was considered HD for the time <laughs> for everybody that wanted to watch it. Wow. Uh, which was... They, Desi said he wanted to show better quality on the East Coast. They said, well, what are you going to do? He said, well, I'm just going to tape the whole thing and send it to you. And they were like, can you do that? Yeah, I don't know. Yes.
0: <laughs> they
3: just figured sure. it
1: out. Um, sometimes, which I love stories like that. Yeah,
0: sometimes that's what it is. You just you, you come up with the solution. Uh, you come up with the end result, and then you form your solution to that. Yeah, yeah. I'm going know know to tape this thing and send it out. It. How? Well, mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll, we'll figure that part out, but that's what we're going to do.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's it's stories like that make me real happy. The people who the ignorance that led to innovation, like GoldenEye. No one knew how to make four person shooters. They, that wasn't <laughs> they, these guys had never made a game before, and they're like, ah, we'll make we'll make a four. sure we could put four people on the screen at once. Nobody had ever done that. They didn't even know they couldn't do it, so they did it, uh, which is always fascinating to me. And one of my one of my favorite kind of creative stories. Oh yeah. Uh, but anyway. Bringing it back to I Love Lucy and the special guest, so I kind of went weird on you, and I took a classic <laughs> special guest inside a classic television show, and I did not know that much about Ernie Ford aside from an excuse to put this episode of I Love Lucy. <laughs> <into our laughs> show. Um, I knew that he was somebody. That was a yeah. thing, and I went and did a little bit of research on Mister Ernie Ford. Um, Basically, this show and a handful of other things are his claim to fame. He was a radio guy, uh, a DJ, uh, who worked. Who was born in Bristol, Tennessee, so he's an actual Tennessean. That's important to note because some of the jokes in this show are a little off-color. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're like, are they allowed to say that? <laughs> they are because he's from Tennessee, right. so it's okay. Yeah. Making fun of himself. Mm-hmm. Um, but he worked with radio right out of high school, went to World War II like a lot of folks did around the time. And eventually found his way to California, where he started a, a early morning DJ show for a radio station in San Bernardino called Bar Nothing Ranch Time. And it was a country <laughs> gospel hour oh, in the morning. Uh, and in order to set himself apart, he created the persona of Tennessee Ernie Ford. Mm. That was not... It's not the way he talks. It's not the way he behaves. He does what all of us wish we could do, is inhabit a character that catches fire. (laughs) Um, And that's what Tennessee Ernie did. It got him attention. It got him this cultural movement around him. He was a big celebrity in the radio world and eventually made his way to doing more television. And I Love Lucy is one of those things that kind of put him on the map. Uh, Beyond I Love Lucy, after that, he went on and made uh, The Ford Show, which, funny enough, uh, Ford Motor Company sponsored, and it was like a double ent- entendre <laughs> for Ford and Ford, even though he wasn't related to them, which they thought that was real clever. And he had uh, he had a bunch of guests. He actually show ran for five seasons. It was a variety oh. show of him doing stuff. Um, and one thing that we'll bring up later, the the big claim to fame for him was a rendition of 16 Tons, the coal miner song, um, that we'll play in a little bit if you don't recognize it. Uh, but that was his big thing. He had, a, he had a big hit in that, and that's the version of that song, 16 Tons, that most people remember. Um, when they think of that song, they're probably thinking of the Ernie Ford version. of him snapping his fingers. Um, so anyway, that's Ernie Ford. That's who he is. But let's talk about Tennessee Ernie <laughs> Ford in I Love Lucy. Uh, so this show opens with Lucy getting a letter from her mom. Um which I thought was pretty pretty funny because the long distance calling wasn't a thing. Yeah. Um so when she got the letter, by the time she got the letter, Tennessee Ernie Ford is on on his way. Yeah. And uh they definitely have this moment where you, you learn that Ricky and Lucy and Lucy's mom nobody they do not have a good relationship. <laughs> Ricky. <laughs> it's it's not good. And it's definitely one of the first times I think the trope of mother in law yep. hates the son in law. Appears,
3: there's a lot of um, them in this episode. A lot of those that I'm like, This it came from here? <laughs> Wait, <laughs> it's that yeah. old?
0: Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely. Um, so we can talk about these scenes as they come in, but the introduction of Ernie walking in the door, um, and sitting down and telling his story. I don't know about you guys, but I was crying Wait. Uh,
2: Listen to his... One, one quick yeah. thing. Back up to that letter from the mother. Yep. <laughs> yeah, let's back up. <laughs> Interrupt me, because I'll keep going unless you got something to say. Because first we start off with, to make a long story short, and Desi's like, too late. I was just... That had me dying right at the beginning. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, and it had t- me
0: dying when she's reading it, and he's like, why does she always address it? To my daughter, Lucy, and that guy Mm. what's his name what's his name and then she reads it and it's to my daughter lucy dear dear lucy and xavier Xavier. (laughs) and he's like xavier
2: and lucy's like just be glad she got a latin name this time dude yeah Yeah. (laughs) well she's going in the right direction (laughs) and and right there for just a second i am super impressed with how progressive this show is of Mm -hmm. having a white woman married to a latin man and how much Mm -hmm. they play with that without seeming racist at all like yeah it's like they Mm -hmm. understand each other's culture and accept it which you would hope they would as being a married couple but like the way they talk about it was impressive yeah and it was one of the trouble, the issues they had getting the show made, because they didn't believe
1: that audiences would, would believe that mm-hmm. Lucy and Desi were actually married. Because, oh, why would a, 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 an American woman marry a foreign man? That's ridiculous. <laughs> right.
2: But, the, you know. My one other thing about the letter is describing the relationship of mm-hmm. Ernie, of Ernest. <laughs> Her mother's friend's roommate's cousin's middle boy. did anybody immediately flash the space balls or was that oh yeah absolutely 100 100 i was like the schwartz is with this one yeah
1: and I, I was watching her read that letter and I'm convinced she was really reading those pieces of paper because mm-hmm. there was very beautiful cursive writing yeah. on the back of that yeah um, maybe you couldn't see that on a you know a 480i television set but these <laughs> days right you could see that text yep. and it looked like really it looked like my grandma's handwritten letter um, so that was that was pretty awesome. yeah so basically right after they get done reading this letter, they're like bracing for him to show up and he shows up that night. Ernie Ford comes in, showing up at the home of the Rickerdoos. <laughs> um, I'm just looking to figure out how to get to the Rickardews. Uh, and then regales this story of his first visit to New York. And this is when I was in stitches because <laughs> he's talking about <laughs> how do you get to the. Uh, and I'm just imagining him on the streets of New York, obviously in my modern day New York brain. Just going. How do I get to the Rick or deuce? <laughs> Somebody's saying, "Take the subway." He wanders down into this <laughs> hole in the ground where a bunch <laughs> of folks are just a- staring at a ditch. <laughs> um, there, there's just every every piece of that. His delivery is what stunned so me. Mm-hmm. Um, for him being the this being the first time, I think a lot of people had probably seen him on television. He was known for the radio. He nails this. <laughs> Uh, And it's so good Because he's so straight faced Yeah. And there are multiple moments in this story Where Lucy and Ricky are breaking mm-hmm. And you can <laughs> tell mm-hmm. They're breaking There was a moment where Ricky's actually covering his face Because mm-hmm. it's, it's So good Talking about the, the gap. Somebody done opened up a gap and uh, all these people was a-pushing and a- shoving <laughs> to get into the subway. And then, like, <laughs> Lucy even, when she asked, like, what happened after that she's laughing? And it really does go to show that they, they this was unedited. They just shot I missed it. that.
3: Like, I miss those, like, those little, like, you know, I mean, it, you know, they're still keeping it together. They're still doing the show, but, yeah. you know. They're people. Well, there, there's great. there's
0: something to, like, people that are professionals in their field, uh, especially comedians, getting mm-hmm. broken during a thing. Oh, yeah. Right? It's yeah. like when you watch SNL and somebody not named Andy Samberg starts laughing at their own joke. <laughs> right? Like, like Bill yeah. Hader breaking during yeah. uh, doing Stefan or something like that. Like, it's just...
3: Or literally anyone that had to work with Robin Williams. Yes, just exactly. Like, yeah, like <laughs> it's it, 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 it's Can't how
0: it. the, how good is that person? Like Tennessee, er, like Ernie Ford in that scene is so good, so good. and so locked in so that he breaks Lucy and Desi, and and on top of that, you got a whole studio audience of people just laughing at him, right? <laughs> yeah. And he's perfect. Like by this point, he's perfected this character that he plays, right? So it's like, yeah, it, it, he he can just he just is this version right. of Ernie Ford and mm-hmm. he just does it, and it's so perfect. Like, I, oh, I, it was killing me. Well, uh, He tells the whole story, and then he ends it with, like, and that, that thing never did come out the tunnel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> he never I did.
1: He's thought... like, i get it out of that ditch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. and the, the <laughs> I told a joke that got me because he dropped him off. He, you walked all the way here from Long Island? <laughs> and he says, well, ding-dong, if it ain't. <laughs> 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 said, what? A Long Island. Yeah. <laughs> uh... like, that is... That is so good, and it, you get to into this place where you can relate, you know, like because you've always you've all been into a situation where someone has assumed something about a scenario that you were not ready mm-hmm. for, mm-hmm. and in this case, Ernie Ford has assumed he'll be sleeping at Lucy and Ricky's house. They were not aware of this, so nope. Ricky's all like, "Well, I know it's late because it's like what was it nine p.m. and nine, he said he should yeah. have been in bed an hour ago." Yeah. yeah yeah well we better we wouldn't keep you 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 go go get some sleep where do i sleep oh lord and that's that's where the situation <laughs> of the situation comedy comes in yeah it does
0: so when they bring in the roll away bed like mm-hmm. that already is brilliant and and you know i've seen that before like i can remember mm-hmm. in high school on like track and cross country trips where we would pack like eight guys in a hotel room And so Mm -hmm. they'd bring in one of those roll-away cots, and you'd unfold Mm -hmm. it and do whatever. So I'm I'm seeing that happen, and that's great. But then to have it where they're like, okay, we're going to go to bed, and they go to bed, and they're in their bedroom, and it's Ricky coming, like going out to take the blanket out, and then he comes back in to get Lucy. That reveal shot when they come back into the room, and he's (laughs) laying with his feet on the chair through Uh the folded-up roll-away bed. And his pillow on top of his suitcase. Listen, Mm -hmm.
3: I just spent a week at my parents' house, sleeping on the couch in the den. And I was like, "Mm, I understand, sir. (laughs) Yeah, I'm right there with you, my friend. I've been (laughs) on vacation with
2: my wife's family. Same. yeah, You know, yes. Yes, I I love how much he used that dang suitcase as some piece of furniture. When he first walked in, he sets it down. It's his chair. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He used it here. Oh, and it's just odd. before just before going to bed. One of my favorite jokes. He's walking out this way, walking oh, yeah. out that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where oh, are yeah. you going? And he whispers to Ricky.
3: Whispers to Ricky.
2: And we're all like, "What?" And he whispers back. He's like, "It's in the house." <laughs> the bathroom. Yes.
0: So as I'm watching that scene, I see him go into the kitchen. He goes outside, and that's mm-hmm. when I, re- I like I could see where the joke was going. As right. soon as he walks <laughs> out the door, I'm like, "Oh, he's looking. He's he's going I, out for the outhouse."
3: I didn't get it till he whispered and, to Ricky, and then I was like, "Oh."
0: <laughs> and for him to then come back in and then go out the other door, and then mm-hmm. because I, you couldn't talk about the bathroom on TV back right. no. then. Mm-hmm. You know, this was this was before Psycho came out, so nobody had ever even seen a toilet flush on screen. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and we the never. Brady Bunch didn't have one. Yeah, we never see the bathroom, <laughs> but I just love that where he just has to whisper to him, and, and Ricky's like through the bedroom. <laughs>
1: yeah. Where else would it be? And you know that's that's a reality because this is 1954, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. it seems like everyone should have indoor plumbing. There's a huge chunk of Appalachia that was still without that kind of luxury. Oh yeah, um, you know. And so this is this is a completely believable scenario, <laughs> mm-hmm. along with mom writing a letter to say, you know, Ernie's coming to visit, yeah. right? But so this this part also stands up shows a little bit of the 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 uh, Ricardo's life in New York. It, Ricky's a night uh, an entertainer at a nightclub. Mm-hmm. Right. He probably gets home at four in the morning. Right. You know, most evenings. It's nine p.m. and they have invited the Mertzes over to play cards. Mm-hmm. I'm
3: thirty-seven. Yeah, I was like, he's like, it's nine no. fifteen. I'm supposed to go to bed, and I'm like, yeah,
1: sense. <laughs> yes. yeah. What is Can wrong we? with you? Of course, you're going to bed. It's like, that wait, the Mertzes great. aren't over playing cards and like going home because they should be done by now. <laughs> this nine. is a sacred time. Yeah, nine
0: o'clock so is the going this... home time. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah, this is not the come over time. Like, <laughs> if you're still at my house after nine, I'm going to politely ask you to leave. Mm-hmm. To <laughs>
3: Roll go. the fold down. <laughs> fold Yeah. Down. You go. Have a They're good they like, night. The, baby's
1: a- <laughs> <laughs> the baby's asleep. It's like, what? Baby's asleep. You sleep. What's mm-hmm. wrong with you? Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so Ricky is very upset that Ernie has basically moved in and taken over their living room and says, y'all go on to bed. Night-night. <laughs> and then he's just tore up and he's tossing and turning which leads us to him coming out to take take ernie a blanket finding him tucked between the kivers (laughs) um, in that roll away bed
3: now um lucy and ricky have matching pajamas and if that's not couple goals i don't know what is
1: oh that was so great yeah so that was great Uh I do want to normalize the smoking jacket, the tie, and the nice slacks and shoes yeah. at home because yeah. uh, that was, I mean, Ricky it's looked a like luck. a boss. Let's mm-hmm. be serious. Oh, yeah. was, I wish I looked half that cool. Uh, but sleeping in full pants and long sleeve shirt pajamas, no thank you. Uh, couldn't Couldn't manage that, I don't think. I did do that once when Stephanie and I were dating and I was visiting her in West Virginia. We both still live with our parents. And, uh, and I was like, I'm going to be staying with her parents at her house. I need some PJs. <laughs> so me and my mom went to Walmart. I like, it was like 18, 19, and got Dick Van Dyke style, I love Lucy, yes. you know, PJs. I loved them. I was of like, I feel did. like I'm a <laughs> grown man. Yeah. I'm, that, I'm the eight-year-old that loves <laughs> tax. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, surprise, surprise. Yeah, because who's this, shocked? No one.
0: This all tracks. <laughs> the, the, yes. the other great part was like, here's uh, Ricky, and he's in bed, and he's like tossing and turning, and he he's can't get comfortable. And he asks Lucy what time it is. She's like, it's 1030. It feels like I've been in bed for six months. <laughs> yeah. Because, again, he would still be at the club. Yeah. Right? yeah. Like oh, That's yeah. his normal, say, like, not even close to being done. Anytime uh, I lie. try to go
2: to bed early, quote unquote, <laughs> it doesn't work. Like, yeah. my body knows when I normally go to bed, and if I don't wait at least until then, it's like, you yeah, know, this ain't going to work, pal. Good luck. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So
1: this, uh, after they wake up and they've settled, they've he slept there that night. This is when we discover the real problem. Ernie thinks he lives with them now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he has got this idea in his head that they've taken him in and he's only got two what he, he said he had like 50 cents left to his yeah. name and yeah. mm-hmm. he was real worried about what he was going to do in New York till they had taken him in and and he could call that home and that's that's when the panic sets in and the worst part <laughs> is he's so sweet about it he is yeah. so sweet <laughs> He's so sweet. You all just opened your home and your hearts to me. <laughs>
0: How do you kick him out after that?
1: Like, I mean, they're like, sweet enough to
2: feed him. They keep buying groceries sure. for him. <laughs> you
1: got sure. 50
3: cents for all your expenses, your hotel bills. <laughs> 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 they, did,
1: they did suddenly throw that in there. And he uh, just keeps going right past the hotel. It was, like, no, what, what oh, yeah. it just goes right over his head. No, I'm staying with you, of course. Uh, Yeah, so this is, and then we get to the point where it's it's a little bit obviously wearing on Ricky and Lucy, and they have to do something about it because Lucy even tells uh, tells Ethel that he's a bottomless pit, you know, and he's really he's really made himself at home uh, at their place, playing guitar at all hours of the day, six a.m. that kind of thing. Yeah, six a.m. Up, up and around him, you know. But I mean, he was going to bed at eight normally. Yeah, that, you know. Yeah. I could see
2: that. Let me tell you, as you a know. parent, if you get up and wake up my child that early in the morning, you better watch out what I'm going to do with that guitar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll, I'll shove it somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's for
1: sure. Yeah. Um, he fixed Ricky's
3: he... maracas.
1: <sighs> oh shoot! I forgot about him fixing Ricky's maracas. Yeah, that was yeah. that was
0: great because that's such a great line. I was practicing and thought I was going deaf.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and and his moves in that kitchen to show that they're not working are top notch. Yes. He went all out, loved it.
1: He is he's an entertainer through and through. Yes. You know? yeah. Does no wind to quit. Oh uh, yeah! If somebody if somebody took the beads out of my maracas that I had since I was four, I would kill them. <laughs> like they would be dead. I don't care how sweet they've been. It's like you are leaving this house. <laughs> and
3: then and then uh, and then Lucy's like. You know, so you know she she's trying to calm him down, and she says something about like, "Well, what about my mother?" And he's like, "You do not want to ask me that question right now." <laughs> it was such it was a so great. Reaction. That was
0: great. It was perfect.
1: He <laughs> gets so stone faced. It'd been so long since I watched I Love Lucy that I had forgotten their relationship, like to the extent of like she's always the the kind of the cut up. And he's always the the straight man, yeah. But the way they do that together is so good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like he's always very irritated; <laughs> you can mm-hmm. see it on his face. But they're also then they immediately come together to scheme how they're going to get rid of him. Yes. Because we get another letter or a letter from that Ernie is going to send out. I can't remember how that that happened. Oh, Ernie wrote it. Yeah. Because um, she's reading this letter.
3: Yeah, because he asks he asks Lucy to check the spelling. Uh, because oh, if right. his his mom's his mom can't read, but if she finds somebody to read it, she he doesn't want her to be embarrassed by his spelling. Yes,
1: exactly. Right. <laughs> so she's reading this, and in there is the the line that she he needs to watch out for those wicked city women. Because <laughs> uh, he said, if I see any of those wicked city women, I will come straight back home. Yep. So this turns the gears for Ricky and Lucy. Like, hey, we gotta figure out where we're gonna find a wicked city woman. Mm-hmm. So where's the closest wicked city woman? Why our aspiring actress Lucy Ricardo of course. uh totally could pull that off. So we come we come to the next scene where uh Ernie's sitting playing guitar loudly on the couch and the doorbell's ringing. and who's at the door but a wicked city woman. <laughs> uh which is actually Lucy in a very poor disguise. Like if Ernie couldn't see through are, this, he's just blind. Yeah. Like he has no flipping clue. Um, and she reminded me oh, of this well. children's book. <laughs> this, this children's book when I was a kid where there's a character called Viola La Swamp. Yep. And that's what <laughs> yes. she looks like. Yep. She, she I, looked like Viola La Swamp.
0: I, I did not make that connection, but you're you're spot on. <laughs> Somebody Holy crap. else
1: remembers of the Swamp. That's great. Yeah. Black hair, black dress. You know, she's looking pretty terrifying for a, a wicked city, city woman. woman. And then I'm sitting there trying to figure out, okay, this is 1954. How do we handle the the, the what they're trying to allude to here with the these wicked city women? Mm-hmm. The vamping. Mm-hmm. We vamp them. No. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and you're like, okay, because she's. This is where we get the, her walking is <laughs> ridiculous. Oh my gosh, walk. it's so good, <laughs> so good. It's a catwalk, but like way different. It's, it's like
0: it's a catwalk, but the cat has tape on its feet. <laughs> <laughs> <You see? laughs> yeah, that's a catwalk with tape on her feet.
1: That's that's really good. Love it. So, so she gets over there and she lets him know I'm a wicked city woman. And he says, "No, no,", <laughs> no. <laughs> and and he backs she backs him into a corner and then says, "What are you gonna do to me? I'm gonna vamp you." And then she just puts her hand on his head and just starts rubbing his hair while doing her little like weird cat walk <laughs> standstill mm-hmm. wiggled thing. <laughs> And he says, Are you vamping me? He <laughs> says, Yeah, I like it. And then it all goes sideways. All and then she's like, No. Yep.
3: Oh no. Then
1: she's going no. And then we're into like some pretty sketch material yep. for, for nineteen fifty four. Oh yeah. Where where Ernie Ford is basically chasing her around the house, which by the way, anybody else feel like he was walking like a toddler with a diaper full? You know? Like <laughs> it's a little bit. He kinda kind of had like a full diaper gate <laughs> to him
0: yeah
1: <laughs> he's Jason, yeah. which is probably fine he is childlike you know so mm-hmm. it's fine but she's trying to get away at this point and all pretenses of wiki city woman are gone and he still doesn't know she's lucy um mm-hmm. which is shocking and it makes you real glad too that you realize that they're not related you know he's not cousin <laughs> or yeah. anything mm-hmm. unless you're no, in tennessee and that's everybody's just everybody's, everybody's cousin, cousin. <laughs> yeah right <laughs> It's you know, it wouldn't be a country bumpkin without an incest joke somewhere yeah. in there. So right. they For gotta sure. put that in there. And so they're running around all over the house chasing in and outdoors till Lucy finally runs into Ricky, is like, ah, there you are, you know. And then and then the, the episode kind of abruptly ends. We mm-hmm. don't have a resolution no. uh to Ernie. It's just he's gonna be here forever because he's not afraid of Wicked City Woman like we were hoping he would be. <laughs> uh but it did lead me to want to watch more episodes featuring him in the show. Um, but that's that's the whole deal. Like that's I forgot how short these could be. I mean, they you know they're like six minutes longer than a show today. Was the average show now is eighteen minutes of actual content? Probably. Back then it was twenty five. Yeah, it's a um, wow. Yeah, it's gotten it's gotten pretty intense. We all watch streaming shows that are like, who cares about time? Yeah, that's yeah. I want two it's going to be, half, be hours. 39
3: and a half minutes. Oh yeah, <laughs>
1: it's like you're not allowing me any consistency television. Like I need to know when I can. When I can tell if time.
3: Can... It's going to be two Sesame Streets and a Mister Rogers, and then we're going to go. Fantastic.
1: <laughs> Thank yep, you. Yep. There you go. That is, that is very much how I watched this show as a kid. I would, I would turn on the TV, and I knew I could watch one episode of this and one episode of Dick Van Dyke, and it was sleepy time. Then I'd turn the TV <laughs> off and go to bed. Uh, that's, how, that's how my clock worked. Um, but, yeah, like, overall, I would love to get your impressions on the show. I mean, we've obviously laughed a lot, so clearly we had a really good time. Is there any standout? scenes that we've gone over that we enjoyed that that were particularly fun that you just loved um travis we'll start with you
0: i mean for me it's them walking out and seeing him sleeping in that rollaway bed like <laughs> tucked through there like that where he didn't you e- it never dawned on him to to unlatch the the elastic band holding it together and at all and they
3: presumably continue to let him sleep that way uh-huh. yeah. because he ma- he makes mention of it not being easy yes <laughs> like, in his <laughs> letter in his letter <laughs> and just that <laughs> just let him roll with it
0: like there's so many moments in this episode that were great but that's the one where mm-hmm. i just i lost it at that point i'm like that and then lucy's little uh catwalk no, gyrations no, <laughs> we're just that's awesome. Priceless.
1: Yeah, absolutely. What about what about you, Amy?
3: Um, yeah, no, it's got to be Wicked City Woman. Like that's she's yeah. go I just she the door opened and I was like I just want a beer. Like <laughs> <laughs> this is perfect. <laughs> oh this is perfect. These are called taking notes. Yes, yes, very good. Vamping, excellent. Okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I remember that one.
3: Just going to use that. That's good. Um, yeah, it was the funniest. That like I, I you know because like I'm I'm watching it for the show right. Like I I'm trying to you know sort of pay different attention than you would just watching the show. But like that whole part, I was just cackling. It was so funny. <laughs>
2: That's awesome. Um, Adi, do you have anything? I mean, pretty much everything we've talked about. The one thing I forgot about that I made a note of is like when Fred brings the the bed in and they leave, he says, say goodnight to little Abner. And my comic dork brain was just like, (laughs) oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I haven't heard little Abner in forever. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> this thing is old. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, FYI for for you kids out there, Little Abner was a newspaper comic strip that ran at the time of I Love Lucy, and it was about a hillbilly, Bumpkin. Oh, wow. And the whole town, and in an Appalachia kind of town. So it was like a perfect, perfect joke for the time. Um, but if you didn't that's know that comic strip and what it was about, you'd be like, "Okay, called him a funny name, whatever." <laughs> but like, comic history dork who knows little Abner I was like, "Oh wow, that's hilarious! So that funny. was a great oh, that's a little amazing. joke."
0: Yeah, I mean, I had no idea. Yeah, it's a seventy-year-old pop culture reference. Yeah, in the show, mm-hmm. it's just that we're we're so far removed from it that we wouldn't have that frame of reference. But I, that's awesome.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh, that's super cool! Yeah, I I think what stunned me, and I shouldn't be surprised. As a classic TV lover, but how much this show it's it, it holds up, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. every joke was spot on, and still is funny now. And I, I think about like, did they know were they going for that when they were originally writing it, or did they just know? This is going to stand the test of time because there are an enormous amount of shows that just they might not hold up or some of the episodes don't do right or they, it's just culturally irrelevant at some point. And this this show's just got it. Like, I think there's a reason that it it's still relevant today and people still dress like Lucy to cosplay and mm-hmm. stuff, you know, like it's mm-hmm. it it's I don't know if it was written intentionally to stand the test of time. But I mean, it does reruns weren't a thing. So who knows? They didn't know syndication was going to be. Yeah a possibility mm-hmm.
0: no no i think but it's I just mean, like, a testament to skill and, and talent of of knowing how to tell yeah. good jokes
1: yeah yeah sure
3: i mean this he, basic what? plot you could plug it into just about any sitcom mm-hmm. today i was about like to this could have yeah. been an episode of friends easy you know what oh, i mean yeah. like maybe you tone down you know where he's actually from you know what i mean like you, you change it up a little bit but the like somebody shows up you know, all of a sudden, and now things that they live there. Like, yeah, that literally any other sitcom. Could <laughs> I do mean, it. it's like, the whole yep.
2: premise of perfect strangers. It. Like, they That's ran true. that joke for however many seasons. So, like, it's just a matter of execution, and they executed it perfectly in okay. this show. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, and they, they do they do so many of these things with such a limited toolbox. Like, you got the FCC breathing down your deck, and they're like, you can smoke all over television. But you can't you know belly buttons, no. Sex jokes, no. Twin Allusions beds. to sex
2: jokes. Yeah. Man no. and wife in a single Twin bed. Beds. Yeah.
1: Which
3: let me tell yeah. you, porcelain figurines on the headboard, regardless of them being separate <laughs> beds, is still a bold choice.
2: <laughs> That's <is> very true.
3: <laughs> Watch a really Ricky was. tossing turn and I'm like, no, those figurines are not gonna make it, you guys.
0: <laughs> well, you know and, and another thing too is like a show like this where you have four characters. In the show, and then they bring in a fifth. There are five actors in this entire show. That's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. There's no. There's no minor characters. There's no side characters at all. Everything takes place in the apartment. And it, when you're constrained like that, your your humor, I think, can grow from it out of those constraints because mm-hmm. it forces yeah. you. It forces the creativity because you have to be more creative with your jokes when you've only got so many people there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. and you're not doing a bunch of reshoots and edits and things like that. And you're you're staging it more like a play and, and kind of all of that. So, yeah, I think that worked to its benefit in a lot of ways.
1: Oh, yeah. And I, I can just imagine doing like your read throughs and your rehearsal and then doing it just in front of an audience, just like a just like a play mm-hmm. and getting that, um, you know, that audience reaction, knowing that those jokes are hitting because you're hearing actual people laugh, <laughs> you know, like it's actually funny. If they could throw the they could throw the show away if they wanted to at the end if not enough laughs came out but right. you know they were going to shoot for that every time. Um, one fun piece of trivia, and I don't know if this occurred in this show, I wasn't paying close enough attention, but there is frequently in I Love Lucy episodes a voice going Uh-oh, "Uh oh" <laughs> from the audience uh, anytime Lucy's about to get into trouble. <laughs> that is Lucille Ball's mother, uh, oh, who attended nice. every single live taping. And every time you hear, uh-oh, in the audience, <laughs> that's her. It's It shocked me. I was like, "That is that makes it's it so, so real. Mm-hmm. Because now we're coming into a time where there's so many laugh tracks. And yeah. you know when there's laugh tracks. And I know what it's for. It's to make you feel comfortable laughing at home when you're by yourself. You're not laughing by yourself if other people are laughing. Yeah. Right. So it's by design. But having that pure laugh that's different every episode... Outside of Lucy's mom, uh, <laughs> is is such a better experience. It's such a better experience to to hear that they had. Um, I believe it was the longest laugh in recorded television of sixty five seconds uh, on one of their episodes. That they ended up having to redo it a couple times. I actually, edit. They did have to edit together that sh- that episode. <laughs> um, it might have been. I think it was the Harpo Marx episode. It was the episode I was going to pick. Uh, before I thought of this one, <laughs> and they do this the, the famous mirror gag where Harpo marks and Lucy's dressed like him because he doesn't show up to some party, mm. and they she's like gonna fake it, and then he shows up and she doesn't want to know that it's her, so they pretend to be a mirror mm-hmm. of each other and they do this amazing mirror gag um, where she's doing the exact same thing Harpo's doing, but he wouldn't do the same thing every time. He's improv. He wanted to improv the whole thing, of course. so they had to like. So they had this huge laugh, and they had to cut everything together because he was just he was bonkers, and she was so excited to meet him. And then he just did not do anything he was supposed to do. <laughs> um, so that's a twofer for this episode of Those Were the Days. You can go watch that Harpo Marx episode, which I couldn't find. That was part of the reason I, I didn't use that one. Uh, it's episode twenty eight or something of season four. And that was that available. was something I
0: noticed, and I was kind of annoyed by that. Mm-hmm. Is there are like episode gaps in? Yeah, it, yeah. I saw. I found this on Hulu. Uh, there was also on Amazon Prime in the US and like there were gaps in episodes because there's another uh, Ernie Ford episode that that's supposed yeah. to take place right after the one that we watched that mm-hmm. just isn't available. I couldn't yeah. find it anywhere.
1: Weird. And I can't help but wonder if it's a licensing thing. Like, did they use some music? They I was going to say,
3: didn't they used to sometimes like wouldn't they do like wouldn't Ricky do musical numbers at the end sometimes? That's what I'm thinking. It's like, got to have something to do with I yeah. vaguely remember that. So it's got to be something like that. Like, it's something stupid, and I hate it.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, some licensing it's is the reason like, let we let couldn't get it. Wonder Years on TV for, like, yeah. years. Because mm-hmm. there's so much popular culture, popular music in it. Um, but, yeah, if you if you can find it, if you're listening to this show and you did not watch uh, the Tennessee Ernie Ford episode, I'd, I highly recommend uh, checking it out yes, and, and laughing along mm-hmm. with us. Um, I did actually do some some uh, captures, some sound clips. Yes. Uh, taking a taking a, a note from Travis there because he's the master of that. But I went for it, uh, and I got a few <laughs> yes. really good uh, Ernie Ford sound clips. Here's uh here's one of the first times we meet him. Or this is no, this is when the Wicked City Woman shows up. You got quite a hitch in your get along. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I want to use that one. That was uh-huh. just a good example of Ernie. This one cracked me up too. I I died at this phrasing, and I'm going to use it as often as I possibly can.
2: Cousin Lucy, somebody's
1: sitting on your doorbell. <laughs> <laughs> I am just going to find a way to use that in casual so conversation. Good. Amy, I caught this one for you. <laughs> City
0: woman. No! <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> no! That's what sells that, that moment. Great. Like Her, her delivery nice. and her voice mm. for Wicked City Woman is great, but then mm. it's his reaction it's his, that no! drives it home.
1: <laughs> it's, it's this absolute just overplayed, no, so what my mama warned me about. And then I got a couple things, because this was a special guest episode. It was all about Ernie Ford. So I wanted to show tennessee ernie on i love lucy versus ernie ford the, the singer who made such a smash with, with 16 tons so here's here's ernie playing guitar at 6 a.m
2: listen to the jingle the rumble and the roar
1: as she lies along the woodland to the hills and by the shore That woo at the end just killed me because mm-hmm. oh, yeah. that's when that's when they cut the Lucy and Ricky like literally flop out of that, like, <laughs> just like it shocks them to pieces. Yeah, I'll... and they're just and I love that they threw in that panic over the baby like yep. the baby's still asleep, like because that's what I would be doing. Yeah, I'd be like, oh my god, the baby we never saw asleep. ever. Oh yeah, no, never saw him, but that's that's perfectly fine. But this is Ernie Ford doing a, a, a short bit of 16 Tons with his actual singing voice. Strong, you load the 16 Tons. What a good gift. Another day older and deeper in depth. St. Peter, don't you call me cause I can't go. I owe my soul to the company store. Like, mm-hmm. that is wild. <laughs> that, that
3: is two
0: people. Or that is one,
3: one person. person. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So
0: what I was stunned. What I learned tonight is that um, that Tennessee Ernie Ford is the original Larry the Cable Guy, but but good.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh snap! <laughs> that's, that's a good, a good observation. I was holy crap.
0: Thinking the
1: same thing.
3: Yep.
0: Yeah.
1: Well done on that, Travis. That's that's a really good point. Uh, yeah. Larry the Cable Guy is just doing the same thing, but worse. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, so uh, so Ernie left this world, I think it was in early, early 2000s maybe, uh, but left behind uh, some fantastic television, some good mm-hmm. moments. I'm actually very curious about the Ford show now. Um, I mean, that thing ran for five seasons of a variety show. That's pretty impressive. That's pretty good.
0: That, you yeah. know, variety shows were big
3: at that time. Yeah, They were yeah.
0: a big deal. And, and so to have the Ford variety show brought to you by Ford uh.
3: <laughs> like especially because right because like we're talking about how we don't have as many commercial breaks back in the day so variety shows mm-hmm. a real easy way to get extra commercials in oh yeah, because it's mm-hmm. just one big commercial for something yep kind of oh, yeah. you know what I mean basically
1: you can take a break between skits and nobody's freaking out because you yeah. just imagine you're setting up for the right. next thing
0: well mm-hmm. i I just recently watched the George Carlin documentary that's on HBO Max. Um, which if you haven't seen that and you like stand-up comedy or George Carlin, watch it. It's amazing. But he did a bunch of different variety shows over time in like the sixties and they were still big at that point. So like in the fifties and sixties, that was a huge thing on TV was variety shows. Everybody had variety shows. People you've never heard of before hosted variety shows with their name on it. So
3: it's like late night TV now. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, Very Mm -hmm. much. Very much. So,
1: yeah, it's, it was a it was a big thing back then. That's kind of just what you put on TV. It was, was just <laughs> variety shows. Like there was the Dean and Lew, Jerry Lewis and Dean Martin had oh a show. Oh my gosh! Yep.
2: Yeah, I it's watched the show. Martin and Lewis is something I watched on Disney when what was it? Dis late night Disney stuff. Mm-hmm. I watched yeah, them yeah, yeah, yeah. all nice. the freaking time.
1: Oh yeah! Like I think I'm really excited for when we do get to that variety show. It's gonna be good. Uh, th- I'm really hoping I can find the show I'm thinking of um, so we can we can put it on the put it on the show. you got to be able to watch it. That's the problem. Yeah. That is the yeah. hard one. you got to be able to find it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? You can find a hundred different shows, but it's it's not on Hulu or YouTube or somewhere. You're out of luck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll go to shady so we'll places where... and find it.
3: Oh, someone's got it. Yeah, we we'll go to the dark web. We'll, we'll sail the seven <laughs> seas, <laughs> if you know what I mean.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but anyway, coming up uh coming up next, mm-hmm. I believe it's Amy's it sure uh is. Amy's turn to host the show next time. What it are sure we is. doing, Amy?
3: Um so I I like changed my mind on what show we were doing like 2 hours ago. <laughs> what? Um yeah, I know I called an audible on this one. Um so I've I've, I've taken a, a turn on this one. Um we're going to be watching season 1 episode 3 of the new Scooby-Doo movies from 1974, I think. Uh, and this episode is called Wednesday is Missing. So you might oh, be snap. able to guess who the guest stars nice. that oh. appear in this episode are. Um, if you want to watch along, uh, if you Google Wednesday is Missing Scooby-Doo, um, it's available on Daily Motion, but it's also available on archive.org, which is kind of cool <laughs> that it's just like nine. there. Yes. Um so that's a resource that we might need to uh, tap into a little harder. Uh, yeah, it's a little Scooby Doo. I, I thought that'd so, be a fun oh, interrupt. Right. I'm so glad that you
0: picked this because I thought very hard about a, one of the new Scooby Doo movies for yep. my choice um, because I, you know, I I remember all those Harlem Globetrotters. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah, um, and Hardy. Don Knotts, Laurel and, and Hardy, <laughs> Tim. I picked Conway. this one because
3: I specifically did not remember it. And so I was like, well, let's do this one. Absolutely. Yeah, nice. uh, it crossover. was either this or the Phyllis Diller one. So There was Phyllis oh, Diller gosh, or Sandy yeah. Duncan yes. was another one
0: I yep. thought about. Yeah. But oh, <laughs> so this is so a great one. Ones. Oh, I can't wait.
1: Oh,
3: I like man. this one I'm a lot. Pumped. It gets pretty meta. It's very good. <laughs> no. Bring it. Um mm-hmm.
1: I'm so glad we're getting to do this. This this show has been uh, an absolute treasure for going back in time and looking at this stuff. And that mm-hmm. was a great pick. So if you're out there and you want to check that out, please, 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 please watch it and send us your thoughts to uh, those those were the days show at gmail dot com or those days show on Twitter. Uh, we did get a little feedback on our Muppets episode, Aww. Audie um, from Rebecca. <laughs> who says I enjoyed the show on the Muppets show? I love the Muppets, and my kids have really enjoyed rewatching them too. After rewatching your episode, T for Two is still stuck in my head. So thanks, <laughs> <laughs> Rebecca, <laughs> fantastic! I love that. I love that we're getting people to go watch a thing, and they're like, "Oh man, I forgot all I about forgot this." How great this, is great this thing was! It's so easy to forget, man.
3: Uh-huh. It's, and it's just there yeah.
1: for the taking. You don't need new stuff. I mean, there's new episodes of stuff coming out, but I mean. You got a whole lot of old TV you could watch and yeah. just laugh your, laugh your butt off at. So, anyway, that's it for us tonight on Those Were the Days. We have had a wonderful time watching I Love Lucy. Watch Scooby-Doo, the new Scooby-Doo movies, Wednesday's Missing for next week. And we'll catch you guys uh, right back here, same time, same place. See you, everybody. Bye.